0: folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Ho-ho! Hey, everybody, it's Corey Poirnexter here with your boy. It's me. It's Bob <laughs> Faggity. It rhymed. Today on the Small Package Show, we're talking about the results from Payback, Monday Night Raw, and SmackDown. Brock Lesnar doesn't have any matches until July-ish? Also, Kevin Owens is back to being the monster he once was. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Bye. package time you know it's small package Ooh, small package hand. all right how you doing Bob? hello hello oh man so uh let's just pull a philip defranco and jump right into it sure uh so there was a pay-per-view this weekend I think you, you may or may not have noticed. Uh, I think I agreed with your with the the. Oh no, that was your opinion on Raw. Never mind. I was about to say your B minus but A plus analogy, but that was for Raw. Payback was just sort of garbage. Yeah, Payback was. Oof. There was. <coughs> I feel like there was a couple of moments in it that I somewhat enjoyed. Question mark. But, uh, it was,
1: it was fine up until the House of Horrors match. And then that's when it was just like, hey, you guys are idiots. And so we'll treat you like idiots by giving you stupid fucking content. And,
0: uh, that's all I yeah. got. It's just, ugh. I, I was looking around real quick for the prediction sheet. I won this time. Go figure. I win when the show is trash. Um, I mean, I did win Wrestlemania. It wasn't bad, but uh, I'm on a hot streak. I know, man. I'm slipping. Oh, man. Uh, the Hardys did not turn as we anticipated, or as you anticipated.
1: Yeah, I, instead, Sheamus and Cesaro turned. It was
0: weird. And also, Jeff Hardy lost a tooth. Yeah. He sure did. Uh, The House of Horrors match, I mean, I don't want to spend even too much time on payback, because to be honest... I mean, Bailey lost her title which she was in her hometown. We expected. We we knew she that was going to happen. Jericho lost uh Jericho won, won the US belt, my bad. Um for two a, days? a throwaway like r- smackdown appearance. But whatever. I mean, it was it was surprising. It did get a pop. Maybe they were giving him one more like to go out saying he's a two time US champion. Sure. I mean, who knows, man? The WWE is weird sometimes when it comes to that kind of stuff. But who knows? I mean, but they it was a good match. There were several good matches. I'm not gonna say great. No, but there were there good.
1: there were. There definitely were. I, I will agree with you on that. It's just Ultimate Once you get to that House of Horrors match, then the entire rest of the night's just derailed.
0: So for those of you who didn't watch the pay per view, um, don't bother it wasn't really worth the three hours of your time um so highlights in the show enough only two hours
1: and 45 minutes
0: i know this because i went back and
1: watched i i had to watch it on monday Mm -hmm. and so i was watching you know the whole timeline and it cuts off at 245
0: well three hours ish i mean that
1: doesn't include like the whole stroman reigns ambulance shenanigans afterwards on yeah. Whatever, yeah because you were like stick around for after the show it it ends crazy and I'm, then it like just kind of fades out while they're still in the arena and it ended and i was like it was raw talk fucking dude that was raw that
0: was a raw <laughs> talk that i'm i'm realizing yeah
1: yeah it was, it was during the post stuff
0: but. my bird i forgot that you were gonna have to watch it on on replay mm-hmm. and that they wouldn't just continue into that on Said replay, yeah. Um, which also I just like, wow, you made Strowman look a little like, like I love how one of the the motifs of the Roman Reigns Strowman feud is Braun runs at Roman and then it runs into something that is not Roman, is one of Roman's big quote unquote moves against Roman is a dodge, yeah. I mean, if it's good enough for Pokemon Go gym battles, that's good enough for Romy Reigns. Um no, worth noting. I did enjoy the stairs into ribs spot with the cough up blood. It was a little intense. Uh, I mean, it just kind of, the, the main event was a little flat to me. Um, but some highlights, I thought the tag team match Hardy's and, and Shizaro, which I'm glad they're finally adopting what I've been pushing for, for months to just call them Shizaro. Um, which also, I don't know, you probably didn't watch Kickoff. But they that, did. You did watch Kickoff? Yeah. Yeah, so that, I thought that was kind of fun in the social media lounge when Cesaro was like, there should be an an e, an e A in there. Otherwise, it's she <laughs> Um Their match was fine. Um, there's some cool moments in it. The, you know, splash onto uh, was it Sheamus who was on top? It was a Sheamus or Cesaro who, who was on top of Matt Hardy when Jeff did the splash. Whoever they got the pin on, regardless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good finish to that match. Um, I like the heel turn. I think it'll be interesting for Cesaro and, uh, you know, in the future, you know, they yeah. weren't super over his faces. They were uh, pretty over his faces. Like they were, they, they had their, their groups, their clusters of fans, but I think it'll be interesting to see if they can do a good heel run. Mm-hmm. If turning back later will make them even more over. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus it plays to shame as a strength. Sure. Cause he's, he's much better as a heel than a face. Um, and, you know, there was other things on the card that were that were fun, but for the most part, man, that you were right, that House of Horrors match just sucked the life out of that fucking pay-per-view. I mean, it, it pretty literally sucked the energy
1: out of the arena. Yeah. Because, uh, as anyone can easily find videos and tweets of the arena, while the... House of Horrors match was going on, it was just massive, massive chance of boring. They were not having it.
0: I think there was also like, this is bullshit chance, I heard people saying, but I mean, that could have been pockets, but regardless, you know, people were not pleased, and as a a home audience viewer, when the crowd is that turned, it does impact our reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the House of Horrors match... (laughs) <laughs> it's pre-taped. It was House
1: of Horrors, but just not in the way they intended.
0: It was... a <laughs> Good one, dude. It was uh, it was pre-taped, obviously, and it was... So JoJo's in the ring, and they ring the bell, and she's like, This is a House of Horrors match! It'll start somewhere else. It's not fucking here. And it will end in the middle of the ring by pinfall, submission, or forfeiture. Because that's a thing that makes sense? Sure. Sure. Uh, So they cut to randy orton pulling up in a fucking limo but we never see in it, no, his ring gear no no he, but he's in he's in pants he's in jeans oh sure but he doesn't have a shirt on no he's like half ring gear he's got i think he had elbow pads too it just he just was instead of the normal trunks he had jeans on fine hey sure. man
1: there might be ticks in this house for us but, kinda...
0: but then you gotta have Shh, no sh- shirt sh- 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 okay so we're overanalyzing. so the house is purple uh because that's horrific right um, the door is locked, to which I was just like, okay, this is the part where the home audience is screaming, alright, we'll just get back in the limo. Right? The house is locked. Match is over, dude. Go home. Instead, Randy Dandy Orton kicks the door in to go inside and find a bunch of like cut-up baby dolls and like, knock-off generic bargain bin at Walmart versions of like the Blair Witch thing. The little which, pyramid thing.
1: If, if you think about this with... Any sort of thought below surface level, mm-hmm. it makes no fucking sense. Like, why the fuck is Bray Wyatt hanging baby dolls from a ceiling? Hey
0: man, that's my art, man.
1: Like, like, does does he and Eric Rowan just like sit around that kitchen table at night being like, ooh, I think I'll rip the arm off this one?
0: <laughs> Like, but we don't know that it's we don't know that it's their house. Like their home could just be like an Airbnb property.
1: <laughs> well, actually, the internet did find the house, which is for sale in
0: uh, Missouri. Oh, yo, oh, oh, for thirty six thousand dollars. Is it being I sold mean, as is? I, that would be even, dude. That'd be even better if it was sold as is with a tipped over refrigerator in yeah, it. Yeah, just everything literally as Randy and Bray left it.
1: But. The fact that it's in Missouri pretty much proves the fact that they made all of this to cater to Randy. Right. Because he's from the St. Louis area. Sure. And it really just shows the amount of effort that everyone went into it. Because obviously, if they couldn't be you know, asked to make the, the star of the match do anything other than drive down the road... They aren't going to get much uh, motivation right. from anyone else.
0: Also, a fun fact that has been pointed out to by uh, by some other people, and I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Holy shit, you're right!" So, the match, the pay per view starts at what time?
1: It would be eight or seven for the kickoff, or eight p.m.
0: So, eight p.m. is when the match, the card starts. East
1: Coast, hold on. Which East means Coast. it's 5 p.m. West Coast, West Coast time.
0: Which, so...
1: 4 and 5 p.m. West Coast time.
0: So, that match started, like, what, about 45 minutes, an hour or so into the pay-per-view? It's probably two hours. The video part. the end. The video part? Because mm. the video part happened, and then there were, like, two Maybe other an hour matches. and a half. So, now we're at, like, what, like, 6.30, 7 p.m. West Coast time? It's not dark out. So why is it pitch fucking black in the video? Like it is pitch dude. It is not even pitch black on the East coast at fucking eight o'clock. Eight o'clock our time when the kickoff when the, when the card starts. So if kayfabe, we're supposed to believe that this house of horrors is within driving range of, again, this is all kayfabe. This is all suspension of disbelief mode. I'm aware of the f- like everyone there is aware of the fact that it's pre-taped, but in the context of the show itself, in their kayfabe, they're supposed to be driving from the house of horrors straight to the arena. Yes, because so it Bray Wyatt
1: be- gets out of the limo still out of breath.
0: So it has to be within kayfabe. It has to be within like a forty-five minutes drive with traffic. Well, not even, because the the time between he leaves at the end of the video
1: segment mm. to when they do the in-ring thing is, what, 15 minutes tops? I thought
0: it was a little longer than that, but let's say... I'm pretty sure they only had one match let's in between. Be, let's be generous and say it was a half an hour. So you are a half hour around somewhere within a half hour. It's not that dark out, which I know sounds like nitpicking, but it's just, again, it's just that attention to detail. Even if they had made it kind of dusky, you know... It would have been fine, cause you- right. Like, the thing is, they WWE isn't.
1: They they are, there are two ways that they could do this. Sure, they could not give a fuck at all, or they could give all the, like go crazy with it. And they went really middle of the line, like like let's try something new, and like okay, well, do you want to like make this interesting or go crazy with it or do anything
0: interesting? Like, no. Cause the thing is, no. is yeah. I mean, you really could either go, you could like, go f-
1: I, I read something online where it was like, some guy was like, have him be driving through a tunnel and have it be all misty and then have it like, make it seem like he entered into another dimension and sure. then have it be like on a separate plane. And that as a viewer allows you to buy into it more right? because you're like, okay, this is all clearly like in another world, some, crazy-ass eater-of-world dimension where sure
0: Bray Wyatt's a god. Like You could do one of two things. You could either go serious with it, like you're saying. Like, okay, guys, seriously, it's in this other dimension. We know that that sounds weird, considering most of the show is now very grounded in reality. But fuck it, go old-school Cain. Kane. Cain Kane being from hell, Cain you know undertaker being actually buried alive shit go that route where you're saying like the mist take it seriously or you go camp and you go like hardy's total deletion where it's like well clearly like they're tossing baby dolls and then the person grabs catches it going oh a baby and then is like what it's a doll and then gets hit with a chair and then jumping out of a fucking tree and then shooting fireworks at each other you could go super camp or you could go super serious like you're saying and like you said they kind of just went in the middle where it was like okay the weird insert shots of baby dolls with the sound effects but then ah it's bad dude it was bad it's so dumb like and then he gets in the fucking limo which uh, i guess the uber driver was just like still i'll I'll just wait here right for whoever comes out what a shitty driver just be like hey man it's still on randy's staff. drive me to the arena I'm showing on Dash. But then he you know gets to the arena, walks into the like does his full entrance, and then when the lights come up, Randy, who was under a refrigerator and without a car, has beaten him to the arena and already been under the ring in wait. So Randy Orton is really the god here. Uh and then he, you know, he arcades him Bray and- would have
1: fucking lost this match. If it weren't for the help of the Singh brothers and Jinder Mahal,
0: which is is to me, it's like it's honestly like somebody backstage was like, okay, how can we book someone to win a match but also make them look like weak a fucking as fuck. idiot,
1: a chump. It's something that they created. Yeah. <laughs> How did Randy Orton right? Get how do top how, of the how do fridge? I come up with a game and say, "Hey, Corey, come play my game," and then only end up winning the game I created because some third party punched you in the face?
0: Yeah, it doesn't like, look good. I mean, I thought we'll get to it in a second, but I thought Bray looked really good on on Raw. I thought Raw definitely. Yeah, he glossed he over.
1: Ended the show standing strong over Miz and seth and dean yeah it was
0: so so that was pay that was payback it was not great um it had some cool moments but for the most part fell real flat uh also i love how they can run short on a pay-per-view but then consistently run long on raw the length of raw is i've bitched
1: about it in the past, and I will forever bitch about it until they make it, at, it end f- at fucking eleven o'clock
0: It's funny to me when I'm like, "Oh, raw ended early when it ended at eleven o six right and I was like oh raw, raw ended early tonight. How nice of them uh so- what, what's what's really stupid to me
1: is like back in the day in like the early days of wrestling on television, they'd like cut off the show, yeah once you hit a certain time because they had other because they had other shows to show, why don't they still do that? Like, but make sure that it cuts off like at the end of the relevant stuff. And then it feeds over to the stream on WWE network, encourages people to go to the network, encourages more people to buy subscriptions, to get the full raw. And it allows raw to end on time. Uh, (sighs) several reasons that they won't do that. Um, because they have kicked
0: uh, over to the network after Raw has ended in the past for stuff. But technically, it's no longer Raw when it does that because of licensing agreements with USA Network. It's the reason why Hulu is the only place that you get the reruns of, of Raw for, what is it, three weeks, four weeks until they can go something, out of the network? Something. And uh, it, it all has to do with licensing agreements with USA. USA is the only place where you can watch live Raw. That is why that like the Goldberg thing that happened a couple weeks ago was like on Raw Talks, the Raw After Show, uh, because it cannot be Raw continuing onto the network because USA has the exclusive agreement, and USA it is one of their top drawing shows. Now the numbers have been down, but still the like average three million people that Raw pulls in yeah, is
1: still better than most everything else USA has.
0: Exactly. I mean, you're talking about a network that is most famous for wrestling and syndicated shows. Like, yes, they have they do have good. Hey, they used to have
1: great shows
0: in Monk and Psych. Yeah, I know those both ended. But for real, though, I mean, while they have they still have some shows that are that are cool. Like some people like Burn Notice. Some people like Burn Notice is done. But I'm saying that like (laughs) recently, I'm just talking about in the recent realm of their original shows. But they're most known for being the network that has that wrestling shit. And syndicated, like SVU and all that kind of stuff. So they won't do that. They're, they will run over. If Raw wanted to go until 1 in the fucking morning, USA would just go, okay, because advertising dollars are worth so much more on Raw than anything else they show. Except now that they get the NCAA tournament. like yeah. They get a share of that with True TV and CBS. They do make good money on that. But really, like that's what? A couple weeks? What? You mean ad... Revenue isn't huge for Chrisley, knows best. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm so glad that Friday Night Tikes is back only because I don't have to see Chrisley's face when Raw goes off the air and I can't find my remote fast enough. Uh, so, so there's that. Um, Raw was pretty good, I thought. Honestly, yeah,
1: no. The the main event, of, especially of Raw, was like better than anything that we got at Payback.
0: It's a match of the year candidate. I feel like it. It was. I don't know if I'd elevate it
1: that high, but
0: I thought. I mean, I'm talking like, not necessarily for the individual spots itself. I mean, it was a good match still, but um, storyline wise, like the storytelling of the match, I found it extremely compelling. It's definitely my favorite raw match. I think I've seen this year, Um, if not just for the in ring competition, the fact that they managed to successfully like elevate and expand upon three stories in one match, which is better than usual, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Show opens with people talking like, you know, Seth, I want Brock Lesnar. I was like, okay. Finn Balor comes out and is like, the line starts here. I never lost my title. By the way, I remember who hurt me. Seth! Uh, And then uh, Miz comes out and is like, or did Dean come out first? I think Dean. Yeah, because then Dean comes out and goes, Brock Lesnar's not even fucking here. This is the new top title. IC belt. Right here. You guys should want a piece of this. Miz comes out. I thought I told you, yeah, whatever. Uh, so then triple threat match is going to be the main event. Uh, other stuff that happened, Bailey, The
1: women's coronation of Alexa Bliss.
0: Yes. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, Alexa Bliss is really good on the
1: mic. She's by far and away now the best women's mic worker on Raw. On Raw, like without a hands down, without a For, doubt, probably on Raw number one,
0: probably best, second
1: best women. Honestly, now that like everyone else on Raw is gone, mm-hmm. Alexa and the Miz are probably the two best on the mic on Raw. Probably. Period.
0: Face, heel, anything. Uh, and I think that Alexa is probably the second best woman on the mic to Charlotte in the company. Yeah.
1: Um, and it'll be really interesting to see how Charlotte can do on the mic as a face.
0: That's one thing I'm worried about, but we'll, we'll circle back to that. So then they have an a 8 woman's tag. Yeah. Uh, interesting to note that Dana really didn't get in the ring at all, um, which some people were saying was sort of, you know, she's she's been botchy in the past. Mm-hmm. So some people were saying that that was like an intentional thing, that they didn't put her in the ring. Like, the women themselves made that decision. Sure. Um, but it was also interesting to see that not only did Bailey lose in her actual hometown to lose the title, but took a second pinfall to Alexa Bliss near her hometown on Raw. Which, some people go, that's just WWE trying to get some cheap heat. And that's possible, but Bailey, as far as we know, is still the contender to have her rematch for... She's entitled to a rematch that she hasn't had yet, so to have her eat another pinfall kind of goes against their normal 50-50 booking policy. I mean, yes and no, because
1: they also did the exact same thing with Naomi and Alexa. Sure. Naomi pinned her two, three times before she actually had a championship match.
0: Right. Um, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, other stuff on Raw, uh, Shazaro cut a promo and the Hardys did more of their t- uh, teasing the broken gimmick.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are definitely. It's coming. Eventually. Like, I, I, honestly, it would be stupid to just jump right into sure. it. Sure. Because if you're one of the. Nordies. 98% of WWE fans who don't watch TNA right then you're going to say what the fuck is this and I'll already like they need to introduce the character before they can have it
0: right. be on the show so they bring him back the retro Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy and by having him put out the obsolete and delete and all of the hardcore fans are doing it so the casual fans are picking up on it now and being like oh when he goes like this we shout delete for some reason I don't understand it but we do this which is fine. Kayla, that's how you learned about a lot of chants, like shouting, counting 10 for every count, and uh, you know, all of the woos when, when and, the knife fits chop. And
1: this match is scheduled for one fall, one, one fall. fall.
0: Kayla, you didn't actually understand the reason behind any of that, but you heard the rest of the fans do it, and then you you jumped you jumped in so for
1: reference to those listening, Kayla's sitting right next to Corey, which is why he's talking to
0: her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading Tumblr posts. <laughs> Kayla's on Tumblr. I need to make sure that we get you in on this episode, just solely because our numbers are higher when you and or Lauren make appearances, and it'll help with your IMDb credits. Oh yeah, They'll get the IMDb credits. That way, you're not a poser ass bitch. <laughs> moving along, <laughs> moving along uh <laughs> sub podcasting our way through this episode oh no this don't <laughs> worry this shit's not gonna get too mad petty but it might get mad petty <laughs> kayla are you excited by the way i bought our tickets to evolve today
1: yeah when is it in june
0: june 25th uh, evolve 87 87 i believe june 25th at Le Boom again. you uh you excited
1: Yes, I'm very excited. Although you bought your own birthday gift because that's why I was planning on buying you for your birthday.
0: <laughs> there were only there were only when I made when I went to make the purchase, I told Bob that there were eight seats left in the on the stage. Uh, when I went to make the purchase, it was like, oh, we're sorry. Two of the seats that you selected were just purchased while you were in the checkout. So by the time I bought our three tickets, there were I think six left. So we we are on the stage. We're actually in the center again, which is good. We're not off to the side. I think we're in the front row. I think we're in the front row. But I can never tell because the last time that I thought I bought us front row tickets because the map for the seating says ring this way, it was actually reversed IRL. So who knows? But exciting to go back to to uh, Laboom for another Evolve show. If you guys haven't gotten out to one, get out there. And also, go listen to our last episode, the previous one where we, revol- we uh, review Evolve 82. Man, what a hell of a show. Anyway... Uh, so getting to the raw main event we'll just skip right ahead um, raw main event great match uh, and it ends with Seth Rollins he goes for the tope suicido right am I calling it right Morrow style mm-hmm. uh, to hit Balor then he goes to the other side to hit Miz hits Miz and Samoa Joe comes out of nowhere and smashes him in the fucking face uh, then Miz gets in he is going at it with Balor he does the it's the 1612 right I believe is the name of his NXT finisher that he brought back. He hadn't done it once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he nailed that false fin. Also, I got to point out the false finishes in this match. Perfection really sold it and even got me going. I thought that was the fit. Like that sequence made me think it's the end and it doesn't exciting. It's, it's really interesting because at
1: like given points during that match, I was like, Oh yeah, Seth Rollins has got this. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, Finn Balor's got this. And I was like, oh yeah, the misses like they, any all three of them had a great opportunity. The sunset flipped see, to
0: Falcon oh, Arrow.
1: Oh yeah! Oh all, my god! All of like everyone got their spots in, and I was, I that this is one of the few matches where I was legitimately unknown who is going to take it away.
0: Yeah, it was it was really well executed. It should be noted also that earlier in the night uh, Bray cut a. I I enjoyed it the promo against Kurt Angle, um, where Bray had come out earlier in the night while Kurt was in the ring talking about Strowman's kayfabe work injury, um, and I don't I because for all intents and purposes everyone has said it's a kayfabe work injury because. Uh, I, I didn't really see anything that, in, that indicated he had a torn rotator cuff while he was mm-hmm. fighting. Um, but he came out there and was talking about that match. Bray White interrupts him and it's like, hey, this may be your show, but it's my world. And really cool promo. So, cut back to this match. Uh, Finn goes for the coup de grace to finish the Miz while Samoa Joe is just, you know, to, having his way with Seth Rollins outside the ring. Uh, Goes for the coup de gras, lights go out, rip, 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 and then Bray pushes him off of the top rope, and Miz is your victor. So we advance the Miz and Dean Ambrose story. We advance uh, Seth Rollins Samoa Joe, which fine. I you know I imagine that at some point Trips is getting involved there too, and then we advance Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, which could be, could be. I think I think having because they've only had Demon Finn come once, and he wasn't really in the that demon mode when he fought for the title the first time against Seth. Uh, he came out in the makeup but was very much just him, his normal self. Usually when he comes out in the demon makeup, he acts differently, mm-hmm. carries himself. So that'll be an interesting feud to see. Uh, also, did you see the what happened after the show? It was on like Twitter and like social media. No. So I guess Dean Ambrose came out to confront the Miz with the title after the show, like you know, just mm-hmm. after it went dark. And uh some dude in like, you know, we're like basically where we were for extreme rules, like you know, mm-hmm. mid lower level, uh, is like recording on his phone and Dean is in the middle of cutting a promo on the Miz, and Bray after he knocked off Finn had disappeared, but he was just under the ring. And I guess he got tired of waiting for Miz and Dean to finish.
1: Oh, and him running back. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: he just stood up and just, like, skipped, like, run-skipped, like, in a goofy way out of the arena. And then Dean just, like, watched him run and then was like, huh. (laughs) Yeah, I think he said something like, I always wondered how they did that. (laughs) Um, and I also think they've done a perfect amount of balancing Goofy Dean with Serious Dean. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Which, speaking of making people look serious again, SmackDown. Uh, some cool stuff happened on SmackDown that I enjoyed, but I think the biggest thing I wanted to talk about was just uh, they make Kevin Owens seem serious again. I feel like. Because I feel like. I feel yeah, like with, well, he's not
1: no. coming out here cutting funny promos, and he's not making jokes, and he's not being goofy he's yeah. out there just looking to, to cut heads off
0: to hurt people which i enjoy that they're bringing it because with jericho while it was great and entertaining it was goofy mm. and now they've sort of first off what do you think of his new entrance package the the new video and uh ramp and all of that did you notice when that you
1: say he
0: you mean kevin owens no i didn't uh so when he came out, his his whole first off you saw his new shirt, yeah,
1: the American flag right. on it,
0: and his pants kind of go with that uh, or his shorts, whatever. But they redid the the ramp, the ribbon, and this in the screen to be just like the 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 ramp is like American striped colors, but then the finger of God, <laughs> and then like the st- uh, the stage. Is just all decked out in America, and then like the, his video after the initial, like, do it. No, Meh. damn it, you do it best. Uh, it just says the face of America, Kevin Owens, which was kind of a giveaway that he was winning back the title. Like, if you already didn't know, yeah, I mean, that whole thing was weird because, like.
1: Yeah, we were, we were saying what what was the whole point of Jericho winning,
0: other than I guess to say he can now be a two time U.S. champ. I think, but like maybe it was to give their give Kevin Owens another reason to be even angrier when he came out for their rematch. Maybe I guess, but it was a cool it was a cool like match. If you're sending out Jericho,
1: you think you'd want to go out on a pay per view, not on a another episode of
0: SmackDown. I mean, possibly, but at the same time, Jericho is one of those names that puts butts in seats. So getting one more SmackDown out of him, especially with the ratings being kind of dipped lately.
1: Yeah. I I mean, that's a dumb argument because the people who had tickets to the SmackDown probably had them prior to Sunday
0: night. So. I don't know, man. Like I said, uh, I, I agree that it's not a great argument. I'm just... Hey man, don't don't shoot the messenger. Corey's just the messenger. WWE's the one who put the postage on it. So no, I'm not shooting a messenger. I'm shooting a guy who has a dumb idea. (laughs) That's not me. That's their creative. No, I'm suggesting that could have been in their head. I agree that it would have been a dumb idea. I'm just hypothesizing what might have been going through their heads when they made that decision. Mm -hmm. I didn't book Jericho to win. Dude, although I did predict Jericho going to win, and that is one of the reasons uh, why I I won predictions. Did I predict Jericho going to win? I don't, I don't think know. I did, but I did win. I think I won, including the tiebreaker. I won six to three. So somehow, uh, but the rest of the show was good too. I liked the the fashion police. Oh, that was hilarious! Segment, the there are so many style.
1: insane Easter eggs in there. Yeah, if you go, it's back just like. It, it, it makes the House of Horrors match even more embarrassing. The fact that like a one minute comedy segment is so much better produced
0: than an entire match. The missing John Cena poster, uh, the the Usos uh, for jaywalking and Jimmy walking.
1: There was a there was a two pictures. One had Legion of Doom and one had Ascension, and it said like. Uh, fashion crime like fat steel, fashion stealing or something
0: oh my god dude I must just spit I didn't even notice that one uh the uh oh what was the other one that I really liked um fuck uh the the colognes for uh real estate fraud
1: yeah no like there's so many good little nods that it's it's just like wow you guys can make something out of out of the arena, that's really great, like this. Yeah. Or you can make something that's just pointless trash. And like even the graphics, the, gr-
0: the graphic for it was pretty fun too. The the fashion police graphic, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. And the fact that point. they that they had those guys like dub in the sound effects, were like
1: book them, and then they like started like the you know outro yeah. music, and then where the police sirens would come in, it was just
0: them being like wee woo wee woo. It was great. Also, the women's story uh, I'm into, the whole... Uh, I don't like the welcoming committee name. That name's kind of dumb. Sure. But I like the concept, and I think that it's interesting, the whole tease of, is Becky going to want death It up legitimately
1: turning? had me concerned. I, I was so set on Becky turning, and I hated that idea. Right. And then she didn't, and I loved that.
0: It doesn't help that she's trying to do the what is that the thing she's doing with her hair with like the, the rows or the braids or whatever it is that she's doing. I don't Looks kind of weird, but I thought that that hairstyle was, was an indicator that she might join with the heels. It's an interesting storyline. That's what, that's what you can ask for. There's a lot of interesting storylines going on. I'm actually interested in seeing Dolph Ziggler as the new gatekeeper, I guess, uh, the jobber to the stars. Exactly. Um, his match he's going to put on an amazing match with Shinsuke. I mean, you've seen I'd make people make a great reference to Luja Underground, but you wouldn't get it. I'm sorry, I got to watch it still. But uh, you know, I if you think you've seen someone sell the running knee from Shinsuke, oh boy. Wait till you see Dolph Ziggler, the man who could sell a slap like a Vince McMahon stunner, uh take that running knee. It's going to be great. His head where's might where's detach.
1: where's this pay-per-view?
0: The Backslash. I do not remember because wherever it is, Ziggler's head is going to end up three states over. <laughs> nice. It's going to be great. So SmackDown was was pretty good. Um, I overall enjoyed it a lot. I thought mm-hmm. the main event was great. Uh, it was a good match between Ziggler uh, <laughs> between Jericho and uh, and Kevin K-O. Owens. But I think the thing I liked most was post match. The beat down, followed by the I'm going to leave, followed by the no psych beat down, followed by the I'm going to leave, followed by, you know what? No, nope, psych, I'm coming back. I'm just going to keep beating you down. Um, also, fun fact, it was pointed out by SE SC Scoops that um, 30 years ago, Tuesday, uh, Jake the Snake put down, I think it was Steamboat with that same uh, DDT to the outside. So that was actually an homage to them. Fun
1: little throwback. So that's always cool. Speaking of DDTs, what's Mm -hmm. with Alexa? Winning with a DDT? She's she's won two matches now
0: with just a plain old DDT. I don't have any problem with it. I mean... If, if, If her DDT... It's just like Mark Henry said on the Jericho podcast a while ago, where he was like... Or maybe it was on Austin, where it's just like, if people just sell a move that is not big and flashy, but just sell that move as devastating, people will start to respect that move again. But it just got to the point where things like DDTs and things like, you know, super kicks, kicks, suplexes. Like, there was a time where if you superplex someone off the top rope, that was the end of a match. That was the, like, oh my god, now we see superplexes in the opening thirds of matches. Mm -hmm. We don't expect a superplex to win. I mean, I don't recall Seth Rollins winning but one or two matches with the sunset flip into falcon arrow. And if you had done that move in 94, like people would have shit their pants. Like um and so if if people sell the moves, like think about it like this, what is the dirty deeds other than a chicken wing DDT? I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Sure. And Look at the success rate of the dirty deeds. I think we've had one kickout of somebody who was pinned by Dean Ambrose after uh, doing the dirty deeds. Like that is a finisher. Yeah. So and and so, but the thing is,
1: it's not a special DDT. Sure. It's just a straight DDT that, in any other match, anyone would kick out of. And so I see your point yeah. of respecting some moves and allowing them to get over, but when you just start once randomly and only with one woman and not with anyone else ever, then it's then it's weird.
0: I mean, I, I, I get that. Maybe, and we don't know because m- these future matches haven't happened, but maybe she'll continue to do it and maybe that DDT will become a thing for her. And sure, I get that it's a little weird when it starts, but everything starts somewhere. So potentially, maybe that becomes her new thing. Maybe her new signature or finisher, one of them is a DDT from now on. Um, I don't, I'm just saying I don't necessarily have a problem with it if it develops into something. If it doesn't, then I guess retroactively, I'll have a, a slight problem with it. But <clears throat> I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I see your point that it's odd. At the very least, it's odd. Right, it's that's like if Bo all of a sudden showed up and
1: Dallas just, <laughs> and just started beating people by doing like drop toe
0: holds and just like, okay, maybe he does a drop <laughs> toe hold better than anyone else in the company. Also, where is Bo Dallas? What brand is Bo Dallas on? Doesn't matter. No, I, that's a legit question. I don't know the answer. I assume it's still raw. Because he was
1: drafted to Raw. Was he? Yes, as part of the Social Outcasts. He was Uh, drafted to Raw.
0: But he Slater wasn't, right? Correct. I remember now. Anyway, fun facts. Uh, So, yeah, Raw, SmackDown, pretty good. Like you said. Yeah, way better than the fucking pay-per-view. I totally agree with your sentiment, I think, in text message where you said... Raw itself would have been a B minus show if not for that A minus main event or A plus main event. Mm -hmm. So I think overall I would give Raw like a B Mm -hmm. and I'd probably give SmackDown like a B plus, A minus, somewhere in there. Um, Ratings still down. Uh, I don't know. Did you have anything else to add in particular about Raw or SmackDown? Or we can just get to the last bit of news and get out of here? Uh, I thought I had something about Raw. You want to think about it for a second, I'll just read some of these. Because I know headlines. we
1: were we were you segued hard and fast uh, uh, right as a pi- part. I was going to make a point. Was it about the Hardys? No, it was right when you went into SmackDown.
0: Uh, You're was, like
1: speaking of whatever SmackDown. I was like, oh, I, I was making will them hold look
0: that making them point. look strong. Uh, uh, uh whatever it doesn't matter. It was about making Bray look strong, and then I said that they made uh, look
1: probably strong. just. Gonna be bitching about how it doesn't matter anyway because he will just lose to Finn. Yeah,
0: it's not
1: the great. booking of Bray is just sad.
0: Yeah, what's his win percentage? I think I mean really actually, talk
1: about I think somebody went and was like, you know that that story about bray not winning anything is bullshit because he has like actually a slightly higher win percentage than most superstars
0: sure but he loses in but yeah he never wins an important match the blow-offs he always loses um if you remember your other point we can come back to it uh so brock lesnar is the universal champion but you might forget that because it hasn't been mentioned since WrestleMania. He so he won at WrestleMania and has not appeared since. Now not even Heyman has appeared. K if you don't if you don't defend your title every thirty days, you relinquish it. Right,
1: which means that he should have already passed off his title because it's been thirty days since Mania.
0: But let's say that they gave him a grace period. Right? Let's say that they gave him Okay Champions' grace period like two weeks. That would be rapidly approaching, and he should have defended it at this pay-per-view. But it's okay, because he's going to defend it at the next... Oh, oh, wait. No, he's not. Well, that. But then he's going to defend it at the... Oh, wait. No, he's not. He's going to miss the next two pay-per-views, and he's not going to be on a Raw exclusive pay-per-view until Great Balls of Fire... Who we'll get to that in July. So, yeah, Bad Blood has been renamed Great Balls of Fire. We could probably have an entire episode about how much that sucks, but... Uh, Brock Lesnar not being slated to defend his title for the first time until mid-July. Well, it's the 9th, not mid, but... Mm, Okay, so barely first third. Like, you know, second week of July, Mm -hmm. which sucks ass. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, they said that he was going to be making more dates this go around with the title than he did in the 2014-15 run. Um, and yet, we're going to go March, April, May, June. Well, when in March was Mania? Mania was April 2nd. April so 2nd. So not March. So not March. <laughs> so but, so for, for... Oh, yeah. I, I got confused. I was thinking the last weekend of March. Uh, so all of April pretty much for all and sets of purposes, mm-hmm. all of April and May and June. So at least three months and some change in there mm-hmm. without even without a defense. Now we may see him on a raw, but he is not advertised for any. The first advertised appearance for him is at great balls of fire, which it is not unheard of for him to just show up for the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. Um, but like, like I said, and you know Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar he can do whatever he wants. Sure. But like at least have a Heyman out to be like my client Brock Lesnar is the best right. and he's the universal champ. So suck it. Like at least at least remind the
0: audience that the that the uh, IC belt isn't the only belt on Raw. <laughs> like I mean I'm okay with it not being here right this second. Because it does elevate the IC title, because now it makes the IC title the most relevant title on the show. And when you have Finn and Seth and Dean and the Miz, all in all of them going, I want that fucking belt, bro. It makes it seem important. I'm okay with it not being here for April. I'm okay for it with it not being here for May. But, but then June? June, for like you to go that extra and it, and, month, and, and it's
1: and like you said. You're right. They are taking this time to elevate the IC title and they're doing it great. But that doesn't mean that we just pretend the US the universal belt doesn't exist. Right. No one's like Seth should be like, I want my U- my universal title. But in the meantime, since that's not available, I'll right. go for the Which IC they,
0: like they did he did call out Brock Lesnar and Finn did go, Okay, the line starts here. But it's just sort of like But yeah, that was On Monday. Yeah.
1: Which was still a A month after Mania. Exactly. And that's like the first time that they've even referenced that there is a thing called the Universal Mm. Belt.
0: It's 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 a little absurd, and it just sort of it's frustrating because I get the whole Brock not coming to every Raw makes it seem more important when he does show up with the belt. Uh Uh-huh. Nope. I have no problem with that. It's just a matter of Okay, so Strowman and, and and Roman are probably going to blow off their feud at Extreme Rules. Yeah. That's next month, right? Yeah. Okay. So next month, they're going to blow off the feud at Extreme Rules. And then I believe there's another pay-per-view before Great Balls of Fire. No, there's I not. think
1: because there's going to be money in the bank that's and down. backlash Which and those downs. are that's yeah obviously backlash may 20 something right and then money in the bank is late june sure so on the raw side you have you had payback payback and you'll have whatever's in june
0: extreme worlds yes and then and then great balls of fire yes Okay, so I uh, so I'll correct my earlier statement of. I
1: mean, he's still two missing more. two pay per views in between Mania and yes, uh, Great Balls,
0: yes. <laughs> Which that pay per view name is so dumb. Bad Blood. I've been fine. They hadn't. They haven't done a Bad Blood since the nineties. I I'd mean, been it's fine with st- it. it was still kind of kind of cringy that they had to make it B A D D Blood. No, were they gonna? They were gonna keep the second D. Well, that's a missed opportunity to to, to amend a mistake. Because that didn't make sense. That made almost no sense in the '90s when they called it that. Yeah. Except that that was like a thing I think in hip hop. And they're the just like,
1: oh man, bad blood, bad d- d- blood. Bad. This is kind of a kind of a poor name, but it still you know evokes a feeling. Sure. Let's change it up a little by calling it Great Balls of Fire.
0: Is <laughs> it who who saw, who sings that? Who sings Great Balls of Fire? I don't know.
1: I There's there was a great comment online where it's like, WWE is so afraid of appearing old that they stopped numbering their WrestleManias and, and instead decided to reference a 57-year-old
0: song. I hope that that's the theme song to WrestleMania or to, bat, to Great Balls of Flyer. Right, I hope that that is the... If the, it isn't, the, like, what the fuck are they doing? Maybe they'll have, like, Flo Rida remix it. Like, oh, we can only hope. With Pitbull again. Ooh-wee! You shake my nerves and you round them up, Miss Worldwide. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that'll happen. And uh, Braun will eventually defend it again. In the meantime, I see Belt? I, I guess... guess. Uh also I heard a fun thing uh what culture did one of their Oh lists. I think
1: I was going to say that I was kind of Come disappointed on. in the main event because they went again with Dean Miz. But like I get that Finn and Seth have their own storylines that they're working on but like Dean Miz again. Yeah. Ugh. I mean it's fine. It's I mean it's, I I it's thought fine. it would be an amazing story to tell this whole thing about You know, Seth trying to become friends with Ambrose again, and Ambrose keep pushing him away, pushing him away. Like, I know what you did. You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again until it drives Ambrose crazy and he turns on Seth, which would have been a really
0: interesting story. They can still do that. They
1: can still do it, but like,
0: I don't know. So, last couple things, then we'll get out of here. Uh, Hideo Tommy is back from injury. Uh huh. Worth noting. So, he'll probably go. Back into the main event picture on NXT with Bobby Roode is what people are anticipating. Cool. Maybe Roode eventually loses the title and comes up, but I don't know. He could be an NXT staple. It's it's hard to tell. Uh, Adam Cole still has not signed a contract yet. So the rumor is, is that the top two contenders are WWE and New Japan. Uh, that Ring of Honor is still in the hunt to re-sign him. But that it looks like he's leaning right, if, towards if, if, if
1: he can get his top one and two choices, why bother going for a safety school? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. I, I can get into Harvard if I want. Why do I need to go to Monroe Community College? <laughs> Shout out to Monroe Community College.
0: <laughs> MCC is the place to be. Um, Upstate New Yorkers, you
1: know what I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke Harper knows what you're talking about. Probably. Maybe. Whatever happened to him? Yeah, he doesn't exist anymore. He was, he was getting a push for a minute there. Maybe they'll repackage him in, in Rowan now that neither Luke or Braun is on that show. Although, that's the feud that I want to see in the future. Br- Bray versus Braun? Eventually. Oh, that'd be great. Like, Bray kind of trying to
1: take Braun back under his spell and Braun, like, falling under it, but then being like, no, I'm Braun.
0: Yeah, I'm Braun. Uh, Summer Ray was backstage at Raw. She has not come back yet, uh, but I, it sounds like she's been cleared for Mike Medical. So we and might the see world Summer goes. Back. Kay, we might see Summer Rae <laughs> back. I'd be happy about that. Like it's more. Don't more-
1: get me wrong. I'm happy to see Summer Ray. Right, but she doesn't need to be in a WWE ring anymore. Maybe. Uh, well, it's the women's least- division has surpassed her.
0: Mm, IMO, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's news. She's back there, so she might be back soon. Uh, What do you think about the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> Just the fact that they are forcing that. He I, is the poster, by the way, for Backlash, which I think is good. But it I mean, does it's say,
1: good, but and, and I think it kind of... It lends more weight to him. Like, if you're a casual member, sure. you have these people being like, Nakamura's the greatest, Nakamura's the greatest, and you're like... Okay, he's just a guy, but if you if you start telling me he's the artist known as Nakamura, then you're like, okay, he's like this eccentric, really respected, yeah, kind of person. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I I view that as them like adding more praise to him for sure. somebody who might not know him.
0: I think that that's a uh, a healthy, measured way to look at it. Uh, I agree with a lot of the hardcore fans who are like, it's kind of silly. But at the same time... Well,
1: yeah, the, the hardcore fans are like, oh, I remember that Nakamura match from Japan from 2003 that he wrestled in the... And you're like...
0: Okay. I don't, so... <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I can see that point. Um, and then, uh, last thing that I got, I don't know if you got anything Have else. Have a few. Uh, last thing I got is, did you hear about what Al- Alberto El Patron oh latest did? Alberto rumors. Oh man, this isn't rumors. This is straight up fucking certifiable facts. Uh huh. So, I also will note that while I find it to be out of bounds, I'll say, <laughs> in some regards, uh, I do find it kind of, not... I'll say this: Inappropriate Freud is strong. Yes, the shot is strong uh, because Alpertron acts like a fucking dickhole on on social media, mm-hmm. and now people just reply to all of his tweets with gifs of Xavier Woods smiling and like shrugging. Um, but uh, that that aside. Uh, so he, so he was supposed to be at this WCPW oh, pay per view. Yes, yes, And by the way, stacked fucking card. You have mm-hmm. like Mysterio on there, Cody Rhodes, like all sorts of talent. Looks great. They've even put on some amazing pay per views. Um, he's Patrone's supposed to be there for a match and then calls up Thursday or Friday and is like, I, I'm ill. I won't be able to be there Saturday. And they're obviously disappointed. The fans are disappointed, but it happens. What do you sure. going to do? People get sick. You don't want somebody shitting all over the ring. Uh, except that he's posts that and then later Friday night, the day before the pay-per-view, is posting photos to his social media of him and Paige on a private plane drinking champagne looking fine. And like tweeting out about getting drinks with Paige, <laughs> to which the rest of like the WCPW fans, which like the, the people from What Culture weren't tweeting about this because uh-huh. it's it's a weird situation because they don't want to. Burn the bridge with him. Yeah. Obviously, they're probably pissed. But all the WCPW fans are on Twitter going like, "Motherfucker, you you canceled the show that I bought tickets for Saturday because you're sick, and now you're posting pictures of you and your girlfriend on a fucking private plane drinking, and you look fine." So now, granted, we don't know the whole story. We don't maybe know he is sick, or maybe when he said "ill" or "not well," maybe he meant he broke an a foot. Who knows? Right? We don't know. But it is still a bad look. Because even if you're like, I'm calling off work today because I'm too ill to go in, and you're posting on Facebook from the toilet, and you're friends with your boss, even though you could justify it by being like, well, yeah, I was too sick to be in at work, but I'm like on social media, on my phone, at home because I'm I'm stuck on my couch what am I supposed to do if you're like friends with your boss or friends with people at the company who you who know you called in sick it is a weird look to others to be on social media doing shit like that when you're supposedly too sick to be in True. Work. And at the same time, if I'm too sick to go to work
1: and I'm posting from the toilet, oh, I feel shitty, I'm on the toilet, that's sure. one thing. If I'm posting, lol, I'm not at work, I'm going to the fair today because they have half-price hot dogs.
0: <laughs> like- or I'm on a private jet and drinking <laughs> champagne. You probably are well enough to perform, maybe, we, we assume. So maybe not, but my God, they they tore him a new one and somebody said, "Wow, they're tearing them a new one just like Paige got done." Which I was like, oh. "Oh no, that's below the belt, dude." That's uh savages on Twitter. Savages.
1: Anyway, what do you got? Uh somewhat related to Paige actually. More leaks happened.
0: Oh no. And this time
1: it was Charlotte.
0: What? No.
1: So, those are not as easy to find online. Gross. Um which is good, and it's yeah. definitely not, you know, blowing up. That's gross.
0: Um, but it happened, so Alexa Bliss had to had to comment because people were posting photoshops. Uh, you remember, like remember, like in the nineties, late nineties, when the early uh, when the like the big internet was new to most people, and they would like f- like loosely Photoshop celebrity faces onto just porn models, mm-hmm. and then post them and be like, "Look, it's <laughs> this person naked." And then people would just be like, I know it's a Photoshop, but it's the best we got. Somebody took someone who looked a little bit like Alexa Bliss and like Photoshopped her face onto them. Mm-hmm. And it was like Alexa Bliss nudes. And then Alexa Bliss had to actually come out and comment on it and just be like, uh, I, they're there. I've not taken pictures that could have been leaked like this. It's not me. Please fucking stop this. Um, but that sucks to hear about charlotte
1: yeah in all fairness she's also doing responding in
0: a terrible way charlotte flair a great way to respond
1: one not respond sure two that's the easiest one too. accept it and move on sure what she is doing from her twitter yeah private photos of mine were stolen and shared public publicly without my consent these images must be removed from the internet immediately if she said like, you know, like f- private photos of mine were shared without my consent, like that sucks. Don't do that. That'd be fine. Yeah. But or like, don't tell the internet to remove pictures from it. Like that always ends poorly. Remember that time that Beyonce was like, take these images down from the internet. They got shared fucking everywhere. Yeah. Stop, celebrities.
0: Stop trying to say, remove something from the internet, because it's never gonna happen. I think the best way to handle it would have been, like, this happened to me, it's unfortunate, like, and it makes me upset, and then just let that hang out there. Right, and or pe- say something like, this happened to me, that sucks, if this happens to you, here's some,
1: like, resources and help, sure. or, like, and that will reach out to me if it's happened to you, like, let's all commiserate together, or yeah. something. right. Don't don't try to take charge of the internet because you can't. Nobody can. So stop trying. B was, it's
0: only gonna make it worse for you, the Barber Streisand effect. B was never good. Let's all remember that. Uh it's unfortunate because you hate to say, oh, that's the wrong way to handle a situation like that, because we've never been in it. And it's it sucks because it's like that's something that was really personal that is embarrassing for you to have to deal with now. So it's, it's, it is tough to sit here and, and armchair quarterback and say, oh, she handled it wrong. Because it's probably an emotional... It, that tweet was probably sent out in a a rage or uh, just a emotional response. But you are right in that it's not a productive response. And it, at, at best, it's going to do very little. And at worst, it's just going to, like you make said... Make it worse. Make it worse. Right. Which is unfortunate. If
1: you tell the internet to not do something, they are immediately going to turn around and
0: do it. Yeah. Like, that's just... Mm. Uh, it's That sucks. And it sucks to hear that more of this shit is going on... Um, do you have any any other news preferably a little bit, a, a little now. bit
1: a little bit goofier? Yes. Sure. Uh also somewhat relating to someone thing they were talking about. If we're talking about goofy nicknames that wrestlers have. Mm-hmm. Uh Jack Swagger, remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh Jack Swagger says he will now be wrestling on the indies going as the name formerly known as Jack Swagger.
0: Wait, that's going to be his like his <laughs> his character name. <laughs>
1: yeah he was like i've been with the wwe for over 10 years and like going by anything else but jack swagger would be a misstep so i'm doing
0: the best i can wow he should go full ryback and just change his name change his name to jack swagger right at least jack swagger is a real name and not ryback i mean it's a silly name jack swagger but it yeah you're right it's not Ryback. It's not Ryback, <laughs> or as I as I loved it, the Ryback. Um, like that was my favorite version of his name. Uh, anything else you got? No, I think that was it. Just so, Jack Swagger being a goof. So it was a so-so week for wrestling overall, but pretty good when it comes to the main events of Raw and SmackDown, and there was some good matches mixed in there. Uh. Also, yeah, the it seems like the Hardy's gimmick buyout is is not finalized, but it is laid out. So it looks like everything should be good soon with Anthem Sports. Um, also, you did see the 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 shirt that Matt Hardy started selling, didn't you? No, the fuck the owl. Oh, good. He started selling shirts that said "fuck the owl" because Anthem, who bought uh, TNA Impact Wrestling. Uh, their logo has an owl in it and people were wearing fuck the owl shirts to impact tapings mm-hmm. and being kicked out and not refunded their money Womp. Like they just put a sign up that was like if you try to wear this shirt at our taping we will escort you out and you will not get a refund and people still fucking just did it like lols fight us Um, and also uh, Scott Steiner came back yeah. to TNA which my god that man to impact or impact sorry, my god the, he, oh, right. Steiner looks so weird. He's always just to me looked like someone overfilled a hot dog casing, and but we're it had talking veins about in it.
1: impact.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Billy
1: Corgan finally finally bought his own federation.
0: Oh right, you sent me that.
1: He now controls the NWA. Which yes, that NWA.
0: No no, well not that NWA like with Ice Cube and everybody. But, sure. But the wrestling, you might have to say that because people forget NWA has been a thing still since the 80s because like, yeah, since NWA before was... before the 80s. Well, my, I'm saying it was a... He was huge before the 80s, but then since the 80s, it still exists. It's just that everyone assumes WCW owned them. Yeah. And that they were now a part of WWE, but it turns out that it was just tape library content.
1: Well... So, there's like a couple different branches of sure. NWA, and apparently, like this Houston based branch of it was somewhat independent of the others. Sure. And so, like, the big NWA that WCW did buy out, yeah, like that did happen, yes, but NWA still kicked on, right. Outside of that, and still is kicking on. And apparently, he now owns the right to the NWA belt, too. That's interesting. So, maybe maybe we'll see some interesting uh, new wrestling coming from the lead singer of
0: the Smashing Pumpkins. We cannot say that it, it's an impossibility, because look at WCPW. True. Now, granted, WCPW is doing it in a less saturated market, like in the UK.
1: I don't know if I'd necessarily say less saturated. They have a shit ton of feds over there, and it's smaller, a fraction of the size of the United States.
0: Mm. Yeah, Think about it. They but, have a
1: bunch of feds in something the size of what New York State.
0: Yeah, but I'm just talking about the fact that in um in the U.S. you have WWE based here, you have Impact based here. Uh, while you don't have while AAA is Mexico, they do stuff in California sometimes. And you also... I'm just talking about major, like big promotions. You have Ring of Honor. And uh, some people would say PWG's slightly up there. Um, granted, it's more based out of Cali, but a lot of people in the rest of the community know it. Then you have to look at... There are bigger ones that are smaller than those, like Evolve, that are going around. And then at the state and local levels, you have... I mean, dude, my sister's ex wrestled in... Th- Three different local promotions that are just in the northern Georgia, Chattanooga, Dalton area. So it's like I'm saying, like they have even at like local levels in small Podunk towns, you have one or two local wrestling promotions and gyms. So I'm just saying that while yeah, there are still a a several large promotions in London or not London in the UK, uh, and they have less population. I just don't. From what I've heard, it doesn't seem like it's like to the point where there's just like. Dozens and dozens of like also just shitty small promotions mixed in everywhere. Um, but it is still, it is still saturated. But the point was, I mean,
1: the flip side is nobody in America knows about the shitty little Georgia feds you talk about. Yeah. Just like how an American like you probably doesn't know about the
0: shitty little feds in in Britain. Totally possible. Totally possible. Um, but the point I was going to make, though, is just, uh, You know, we can't count out the fact that Billy Corgan, with his resources, couldn't do something with this. Because look at WCPW. Something that started off as just a couple of friends who liked wrestling starting a blog, turned into a YouTube channel, turned into a wrestling promotion that is booking some of the top talent in the world for its shows. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Billy Corgan could totally do something like this. Oh, he definitely could. Will he? Remains to be seen. I don't have high hopes for it, but... Hey, man. Competition's always good. Right? Until it gets bought by Vince. Hey. Hey. All right, guys. That uh, about does it for us here on the Small Package Show. (laughs) You guys have been great. Thank you for tuning in. You can find Bob Faggity on Twitter and uh, Twitter. (laughs) No, I almost said... Instagram. You can find on Twitter, at You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cbfunx. You can find the both of us on Twitter and our Facebook page at Small Package Pod. That's Pod for a podcast. Uh, make sure to check that out. We post we post cool stuff to our Facebook. We post our episodes. We also post stuff from the Evolve shows. Random comment, uh, random content. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Small Package Show. Say good night, Bob. Nate babe.